Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from The Home Bunker. Folks, you know, I love whenever I get the opportunity to bring on new voices to Woke AF. And I'm very excited today for just a very fun, light, engaging conversation with LaPortia Thomas. And LaPortia is the host of Up and Out with LaPortia on the Advocate channel, having, you know, a range of conversations about culture, about politics, about Black queer culture etc. And, you know, it's not often, honestly, that I get to have more laughter and more light on this show than kind of marinating in the misery. And in this conversation, we talk about the upsides of being, you know, Black and queer identified in media, the opportunity to share stories and, you know, uplift narratives and disrupt stereotypes in a lot of different ways. And also have some fun in chatting about a mutual musician that we both adore so very much. So I hope, friends, that you all enjoy this conversation. I hope that you are getting the rest and restoration and joy and relaxation on this holiday break that you all deserve And by the way, we're deserving just by being, not because we've grinded ourselves into the ground all year. Um, So coming up next, my conversation with LaPortia Thomas. Folks, I am very excited to welcome to Woke AF Daily for the very first time, LaPortia Thomas, who is the host of Up and Out with LaPortia on the Advocate channel, talking about all things Black, LGBTQ, what it means to be a creative in media, um, doing all of the things. LaPortia, let's start off with um, 
Tell us a little bit about you and how you got into media and to being a creative. I think um, your website, La Portia Speaks, I love. Um, one, because you quote Beyonce. Two, um, two, because you lay out all of, you know, the ways that you create and who you reach, right? Um, you talk about uh, Gen X and millennials and Z and Y and digital first. So I just want to get a little bit about your uh, about your background and how you got started. So, I mean, I have been like a journalist and in front of the camera since I was eight years old. I remember I would read <laughs> the cafeteria menu and I read it with my full heart on our PSTV. That's what it was called in elementary school, yes. right? And uh, I always knew I wanted to tell stories. And I know people always usually say, I wanted to tell, uh, be the voice for the, uh, the, the nun, the voiceless. And I don't believe that anybody is voiceless, right? Like, period. I, I think it's our job as journalists, as media personalities, to make sure that we uh, put forth the information that people need to pay attention to. And so I got my start at the CBS affiliate in Columbus. And then I went from there to big market, top 10 market right there in Atlanta. And that's where I really grew as a journalist, Danielle. I mean, that's when the awards came. Yeah. The digital first came. Yeah. Pieces came. And that really taught me, uh, one, that I was very blessed to have my journalism experience in Atlanta, the black capital of the world, right? Because I, from an early start, I've always told story with black and brown voices in mind. And I've always told stories with the, the LGBTQIA plus voice in mind. That's always been very important to me because I noticed we would celebrate pride, but it wasn't black pride. You know, right, know. right, so, right. This pride is marketed for everyone, but it doesn't include everyone. And so I really... Uh, always moved like that in the newsroom. And I said, my goal is to be a media mogul. So I have to leave the newsroom and learn other skill sets outside of the newsroom. And so I went and did some podcasting and I got to work with Carlos King. Um, and now I have my own show and I'm taking part in a lot of the building and uh, the branding at Equal Pride. So it's really been an interesting ride, a fun ride. I've done a lot. Like sometimes when people ask me to tell my story, I'm like, which part? You want to do yeah, yeah. journalism one? The other, like which part? I don't know. <laughs> no, and I get that. And I think, you know, what what I really um, enjoy is the fact that, you know, for far too long, there were very few uh, Black queer out voices in media, right? And whenever folks were called upon, um, myself included, it was in the beginning just to talk about being Black and being gay. Um, and then, you know, thankfully that has evolved over time, right? And it is it is definitely is the perspective and lens with which I see the world through, but it is not the only thing that I'm called upon to talk to, to talk about. Um, and so for you, um, how has your storytelling and kind of your narrative grown and changed um, since the beginning to now in terms of like what you focus on and talk about and how you focus and talk about those things? I definitely think that I recognize that I have had a very... Um, 
blessed experience family wise right so there was no like coming out process for me and just to be clear i'm pan you know what i mean and so i i see the world through the lens of loving everyone do you, you know mm -hmm. what i mean I don't, it's not like or at least understanding that everyone has their own story and just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that it it's not real or, or doesn't exist and so um I feel like because I've always had that thought that I remember telling my mom, <laughs> I'm going to send this episode to my mom. I remember telling my mom, like, my mom was like, you know, honey, it's okay if you're gay. And I was like, I'm not gay. I knew from a young age, I'm not gay. Right. And she was like, okay, well, why don't you have no boyfriend? And I was like, I just <laughs> she just was, damn, she couldn't understand that I was so focused on my goals that like nothing could distract me. Right. Like I was like, I don't know. I'm just not chasing that. Like, that's not what I was after. But I always knew that, you know, I wasn't completely straight. I always knew. That. And so now there are words for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, there's words for it. But I've never my mom, my auntie, they never made me feel like I was weird or wrong or anything for being who I was. And so coming into the actual world and seeing people get kicked out of their homes, their families not respect that. I it was like a what? But so yeah. I was like, why, yeah. why does this matter? And um, I, that train of thought, Danielle, really allowed me to always keep an open mind. Like there are people who say they keep an open mind. No, yeah. like, my life is an open mind. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so that's really how I've used my own experience, experiences to really be, become a great storyteller. You know, if you're not even limited in, in certain things that you do, then the there is a higher chance that you're going to be a limitless storyteller. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I love the fact that you started, too, at the top with talking about the fact that you're not, you've never aspired to be a voice of somebody or something which assumes that there is no voice, right? Um, that we all actually have stories to tell. It's just about being past the microphone. It's about or creating the space uh, and place for yourself. But like all of our stories, if we learn from them, you would see how they intertwine with one another, but also you know, how interesting and colorful um, everyone's experience is, right? And I talk about that in a lot of ways in terms of politics in moving with a curious mind as opposed to from a place of fear, right? Mm -hmm. That where we find ourselves right now, I think in this political climate is that there is this huge gap in terms of knowledge that people have about the quote unquote other, And instead of being excited and curious about what, you know, how people pray, how they love, who they are, how they identify, they have instead been programmed to be fearful of it. And that's why I think that storytelling is so important and stories are so important. And we see bands that happen um, right now in terms of books and programming and all of those things, because the more that people see and consume, the more curious they become, the less afraid that they become. And that's what I think is really powerful about storytelling. I agree. I think storytelling, you know, the right conversation can change the world. That's like a thing that I have said throughout my life. Conversations can change the world because I've seen conversations change the world. You know, at first it's like the way you may have viewed the black gay man, you know, was this way. And then you realize like, Oh, no, there are different versions of the black gay man. And I always am telling, you know, my homeboys the you only look at the black gay man as this uh, flamboyant person. But there are plenty of people yeah. honey, that are you're chilling with right now. Yep. Right? That is also a black gay man. But you have confined yourself to thinking uh, through different media and different and stuff like this, that, oh, this is the only version that exists of this person. And I do think that that's our job. I think it's our job to really tell the world that, hey, you know, 
here, look who I found and look at all the good that this person is doing. Also, look at this other person who's doing bad. You know, I'm not here to be the positive train all the time because sometimes the real world hurts. Like, yep. you need to see yep. that these kids are dying. You know what I mean? So that you can call your congressman and say something about it. Like, those are things that need to happen. <laughs> you know, you can't just see the, oh, it's kumbaya, you know, because then that's not how change happens, you know. Um, so, Yes. <laughs> So talk to us about Up and Out, your show, um, and the kinds of conversations um, that you have on there. So Up and Out is all about like culture, charisma. I really wanted to bring the funk over there to Equal Pride. Equal Pride um, owns Advocate Magazine, um, Out Magazine, Pride Magazine, those huge LGBTQIA plus magazines. And it's my first time really working at a company like this. Um, and the one thing that I noticed is that we really need more blackness here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That is a thing because what we do know, Danielle, is that black queer culture dominates a lot and, and uh, are the pioneers for a lot of culture. So it's ext extremely important to make sure that we feature that. And that's what I'm really here to bring. And we have some other things coming down the pipeline, some new shows and stuff like that. And I'm excited about that and really looking forward to see what happens over this next year. I love that. Um, talk to us about, you know, this has been in politics, uh, which is what this show focuses on. Um, a rough year, right? It has been a, I won't even say rough, it's been a mixed bag, as many years are, but there has been a lot of stress, right? There has been a lot of um, uh, just trauma, right? And kind of working through different versions of trauma as we've gone through 2023. Um, what kind of stuck out to you, right? Um, the good, what was a high for 2023? And then what was uh, what was a low? Or you can do it in reverse. What was the low? And then we can go <laughs> that we can go. High. Oh, OK. Um, a high for me was please help me remember her name. Congresswoman Florida, black woman. Um, oh, my gosh. She like read them down during the hearing when they were trying to do an impeachment for Biden. Um, oh my gosh, she's oh, such so a popular voice right now. I cannot think of her name. She was recently on The Breakfast Club. And I'm so Oh wait, Florida or Texas? Was it, is it Texas? Maybe, maybe it's Texas. Oh, it's, maybe it's Texas. I think it's Texas. Hold on, keep going. Yes, uh, okay. Well, she was a highlight because when I tell you, I love that she came in there with her weed. I love that Jasmine she Crockett. Yes. Oh. <laughs> there we go. And I'm like, because I had the opportunity to interview her right after that, right after that read, and I was just like, I said, um, you will single handedly get me to go to Texas first of all because. I'm like, I didn't know that they were fighters like that that were there. Yes. Man, Jasmine. Can I tell you, Jasmine, and I know that she is not a member of my sorority, but she is a member of Delta Sigma Theta, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly. And I said, there we go, Greek sister. That was like a highlight for me. I love that. I love that we have voices like her that look like her. I think that's, yeah. I think it's really important that people see all different versions of a black woman, black, like you know, natural hair, locks, we all love it and know that all of us can still read you down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So she was definitely my highlight. The low, mm, 
Oh, dang. No, I got one more highlight. My bad. Yeah, please. Um, Florida uh, um, was running for president, just got caught up with the, the porn and the mystics. Oh, 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 wait. Um, uh, the Moms for Liberty uh, uh, people. No, uh, the, the sitting, he, he just did a sit down with Z-Way. Just um, because he down. he um got caught up with the mischarges and different things like that. I, I cannot believe I am blanking Santos. Santos. Oh, Santos. Santos. Yeah, I'm so happy yeah, okay. he's like out of this. <laughs> Why, I was listen, y'all. I'm yeah, like no, I am yes. happy that Santos is is gone. Yeah. Like bye. What's yeah. a waste of our time in the first place, honey? I'm like, embarrassed bye. because he's from Long Island and I am originally from Long Island and that's who he he was rep- but not my county, but nonetheless. Um, but an embarrassment. Glad that he's gone. Very good highlight. Yes, very highlight. Low light okay. is that Trump still has the ability yeah. to win. Like that is like the 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 low point for me this year is that people are still willing to vote for Trump. And I really want our people to be freed of this idea, Danielle, that Trump did us good. Trump did not do us good. That, he, I don't think a lot of people really understand that there was a, a, you know, a Democratic House at one point, a Democratic Senate at one point that was really making a lot of those moves. And I do feel like it's our job to make sure as this next election come up, that people know, baby, Trump didn't do that. Right. He didn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People, I mean, that is that is the thing about disinformation and misinformation, right? And trying to break through um, break through that noise in a lot of ways. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With a couple of minutes that we have, I do because I just want to be in fun with you. Yes. Um, so did you see um, Renaissance, the yes. tour? Did you go and see the film also? Yeah. I, okay, I saw the concert twice. I saw the film twice. I just did an interview with the king of the beehive, Mayhem. Um, somebody invited us to do an interview together. Um, Duran. Okay, mm-hmm. Mr. Especially You on Instagram. And we had a blast. I love Beyonce so much. And when I heard that you love Beyonce too, I said, tell her I'm down. I, and I will tell you that this Renaissance album for me was like an experience, a movement, a an honoring and like a blessing in all of the ways like I have gone to a couple of Beyonce shows um this was Renaissance was not a show and that's how my sister and I I took my sister for her birthday over the summer and it was just like this was not a show it was from everyone flooding in the looks the outfits the feeling the the creativity it was just beyond for me that was like the absolute highlight of the year was that was that show i mean so beyonce told me she loved me literally on stage i have it on camera and that was my you're like yes that was my personal highlight i literally cried i was like this really happened I've been doing Beyonce recreation videos. Girl, I've been, I've driven, um, I've taken a mega bus with only $100 in my pocket to go see her with my best friend, Darren. Shout out to Darren. Like we have literally traveled all up and down the East Coast to see Beyonce. And so when we got our shout out, we promised we would never tell how we got the shout out, at least not right now. And we're just want to, we're just going to sit in our delusion. Okay. Oh my and God. I love this. Just you. know that the shout out was real. That was really us. And it was such a <sighs> Beyonce, Beyonce. And my, you know, just really quick, Danielle, my favorite part of the film that keeps me going right mm-hmm. now is when Beyonce said, sometimes being a black woman you know, people will just try to play in your face. Yes. Until they realize this bitch won't give up. Yeah. And that that really resonated with me because that is something that I'm sure you face, that I face in this industry, just that Taraji just had a breakdown. Yep. You know, which that's a whole other different episode. But I just really, really needed her to say that. She was so on time and it reminded us that she is in fact a human, not a robot, and that she deals with the same thing on an even bigger level 
you know, like I love when she was like, oh, so there's nothing bigger. So there's nothing bigger. Oh, well, that's funny because I just looked at my right, Because I just Googled and that's weird that you're telling me that like this can't happen. Like, yes, really? And I and it's just like when I watch that portion and I was just like, still like this is still happening. Like people are still like the answer should be yes. And if not, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm just confused oh. that Beyonce is still being told, no, this can't happen. Are you insane? Right? Like, she's not asking to go to the moon, um, I, like, tomorrow. And right? if she was, and figure if she it was, out. Right, figure it out. So, I, you know, and I love the fact that you just, um, you know, I know we only have a couple of seconds left, but, you know, Taraji P. Henson bringing up, you know, the consistent struggles and the disrespect uh, in the industry that she continues to face, that Black women continue to face, and then to listen to watch like all of these other people pipe up, I think is really important because when people see the success, the glitz and the glam, they honestly don't know in comparison to these no name white actresses that you may have seen in one flick, like are making 20, 30 million dollars a picture. And this person who has all of these accolades and all of this, you know, all of this history um, behind her is still struggling to like make things happen. And when you see people have eight, nine and 10 jobs, it's not because they want to, right? Like in a lot of cases. So I, I really appreciated her being very honest and just kind of lifting the veil on what the experience still is, even in our eyes to people who we think, quote unquote, have made it. I definitely think, and uh, for everyone saying that Monique also brought this up, I do understand that. But sometimes it's the me it's the messenger at the time. Yeah, a messenger at yep. time means a lot. I love me some Monique, and I know Monique. I stood with Monique when she was saying it, right? Because I got I under I understand this. I feel like most Black women in this industry yep. understand. People trying to play in our face when it comes to money. We've all had to face that. And if you haven't, power to you, sister. But I have yeah. had to fight yep. for our money. And I, I think that what's beautiful is that now people everywhere are, are speaking out with Taraji. And I think it seemed like such a genuine moment. You know, Gail, Gail was asking her this question. Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be this playful girl. You're not going anywhere. And then this real genuine like, y'all. I'm only working this much because they won't pay me what Julia yep. Roberts is getting paid. And I've done the, you know, accomplished amount of work. I'm in at least some of those same veils. I'm not going to say the exact same veils as everyone, but she deserves, she, Taraji deserves her money. So I'm so happy that she's speaking up. I'm hoping that this only works in her favor. I'm praying yeah, yeah, exactly. she can do it, then she's opening up the door for me and yeah. so many others. So I'm praying that, you know, the there's not backlash for her. Yeah. 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 Well, LaPortia Thomas, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for making the time uh, for Woke AF. And I hope that we get to talk to you again soon. Of course. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.